Welcome to the Tales from the Crypt podcast. We are an actual play podcast featuring a revolving cast of players making our way through micro RPGs, highly narrative tabletop games, and the more popular and less known RPG systems from a wide variety of genres. Content may not be suitable for children, and content warnings can be found in the description. I'm Riley Groves, and I'll be your host, your guide, your GM on this episode of Tales from the Crypt. A young Betty Bob Cocker, 11 years ago at the age of 15, sitting at her kitchen table, preparing breakfast for each of her several siblings. Betty Bob, being the oldest, has been the most accustomed to seeing her mom bring a number of suitors through the house, and this morning was no different. It had only been days after Daddy Hank, Daddy being a nickname for any of your mother's suitors, had just left, and already your mom had a new suitor who came out of her bedroom door in the morning, making his way to your kitchen table. He was a big man, but well-built and well-tailored. He wears pretty functional clothes and is dressed better than most of your mother's suitors and is wearing more than the others when he emerges from the room. He comes and sits at the table, looking around for a pot of coffee. The rest of your siblings run around, not paying much attention to it. But this man draws your attention, as he's the first in a while that looks decent, looks kind. Finally, he perks up. Excuse me, miss. Don't mean to bother you. Any chance we got some coffee around here? Um, yeah, I could probably scrounge some up. If you got it, I wouldn't mind making it. I'm pretty seasoned at it myself. I could show you how, possibly, or, you know, I could just make it if no one else is interested in a cup. Your mother seems to be sleeping pretty heavily back there, so I don't want to wake her, and I don't want to waste her provisions. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'll get the coffee. The cups are in the cupboard. All right, thank you. And what's your name? Oh, my, my, my name's Betty Betty Bob. Betty, Betty Bob. Betty Bob Cocker, yeah. All right. Mind if I call you BB? It rolls off my tongue a little bit easier. Sure. Um, what, what's your name? Well, just so happens that my name's Bill, so I'm also a B. All right, Bill. Pleasure. Yeah. He squeaks his chair across the floor as he stands up and walks over, helping himself to a pot and filling it with some water and putting it on the stove. And as he moves around the kitchen, as you find some coffee for him, he gives off an air that he's not like the others. He's more dignified, more respectful. And he continues to have conversations, not just with you, but your younger brothers and sisters. After the coffee is made, he retires back to your mother's chambers before leaving for the day. It's days, maybe even a couple weeks later, when Bill finally returns. Riding solo on horseback, he pulls into your mother's cabin. He hitches his horse, says, Hey there, BB, good to see you again. How, how you been living? Been doing all right. Um, h- how you been? Been all right myself. I did a little bit of traveling, and uh, in my travels, I found something I thought you might like. I saw you whipping up breakfast for your siblings Last time I was here in a town nearby when I was moving through, I actually picked up giant pot of 
bouillabaisse. Uh, it's a fancy dish, but I think there's enough here to feed you and, and your whole family. It's quite tasty. I couldn't get enough of it myself. Bouillabaisse? Yeah, bouillabaisse. Bouillabaisse. Smells smells good. What what is it? It's kind of like a fish stew. Well, that sounds exotic. Yeah, maybe so. But I th- I think if we put our mind to it, we could probably scrounge up a recipe of our own. Wow. Um. Thank thank you. Yeah, you're welcome, BB. Not a problem at all. Wow. All right. Well, welcome back. Well, thank you. And Bill heads into the house. Several months go by of Bill coming and going every few weeks, every few days, staying for short spurts at a time before going off on another adventure. And every time, Bill brings you at least one bowl of bouillabaisse and begins to gather a list of ingredients. And one time, he drops it off to you and says, Well, BB, I think I figured it out. I traveled a bunch, asked as many folks as I could that would give me some information, and here's a recipe. I think we could be able to make it ourselves now. That's that's pretty uh, pretty awesome, Daddy Bill. Um, that that's one of the nicest things anyone's ever done for me. Um, yeah, I'll I'll I'll, I'll see what I can pull together, and and uh, you know we'll get we'll get right on it. That sounds fun. All right, that's what I'd like to hear. Maybe, maybe we'll have a good dinner tonight. Wow, yeah. Thank you. You're welcome, BB. And uh, he heads inside. Over the course of the day, you gather the ingredients. You go, you do the fishing yourself in a nearby pond. You forage what you can, and you get the ingredients together. Why don't you go ahead and give me a heart roll to see the quality of the bouillabaisse that you make. All right. You work away at creating a delicious bouillabaisse. And as you're crafting it and you're tasting it all throughout, maybe there's a few things that you've gotten wrong. You know, it's your real first foray into making exotic cuisine. And you set it down lovingly at the table. And although you didn't get the recipe quite right, Bad Bill Hate sits there and you see his face contort a little bit with the first spoonful but he eats his bowl until it's dry gets up helps himself to his second portion and eats the entire bowl but while he's sitting there eating and your siblings are happily scarfing down anything that's put in front of them even though your bouillabaisse doesn't taste like the one they're accustomed to it's still made lovingly your mother on the other hand decides that it's not up to par. God damn it, Betty Bob, this shit tastes like crap. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry you don't like it, Mama. I, I, I was just trying real hard to make something different and, and fun, and, and, and um, I'll get it better next time. It's trash. Why'd you waste so much of my provisions on this this garbage? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Mama. I, I'm, I'm sorry. Sometimes I wonder why you even still here. Why haven't you gotten yourself out and got a man or done something with your life? Mama, I I I just, I feel like I just I don't know. It's disgusting. You're old enough now. You should be out there finding suitors for yourself like your mama. But uh, ain't no one going to take care of these kids, mama. 
I take care of him. Well, I'm not a good mother. Is that what you're saying now? Well, they, they just sometimes no, Mama. You're not. Well, fuck you then. And she throws the soup at you. Please make a dexterity throw for me. Um, your dex is ten, so let's drop that down to a. Uh, you're more dexterous, I think, as a kid. So let's actually make your dex a twelve. Okay. Right now. Nineteen wouldn't matter. All right, and you take this bowl of soup directly onto the front of your shirt, and it's it's still pretty hot, so it burns a little bit. And Bad Bill <gasps> finally chimes in. God damn it, Sue Bob, you best knock that shit off. She did a good job here. You just being ungrateful. I did not. What, you you want to fuck my daughter or something? God damn it, Sue Bob, why are you always saying shit like that? Why don't you shut your goddamn mouth and get back in your hole? And with that, Sue Bob storms off in a tirade of curse words. I'm sorry, BB. This, this is a goddamn good booyah, Bays. I'd rather have this over the one I get from the town any day. That's very, very sweet of you, Daddy Bill, but obviously my mama didn't like it, and she is the one who provided the provisions, and I, I did, I'm the one who messed it up, and and uh, I'm sorry. Ain't nothing to apologize for, BB. It's delicious. Look, your siblings are happily eating. That's more than your mama can say she did, so keep your chin up. Yeah, but they'll, they'll eat ten-day-old dog shit off a of dead cow. They don't care. Kids, what do you think of this booyah bays? And simultaneously, all of them perk up and sing praises of the dish. See that? Don't worry about your mama. Ain't nothing. Thank you, Bill. A few months pass, and Bill's visits become less and less frequent. And only about a year after Bad Bill Hate had made his way into your life, you see him departing down the front path as you have so many of your mother's suitors, with her shouting obscenities at him as he rides away. Five years pass, and Betty Bob is 21. Sue Bob has another suitor, this time Daddy Barnaby. He is a short man, with a mostly bald hair, and what hair he does have is slicked over, mostly from grease. His body odor is ever-prevalent. Over the past five years, you've watched your mother's suitors come and go, and with each one that goes, the next one to replace has been crueler, meaner, and less respected. One night, as you're sitting out in the kitchen, now watching over your siblings who have equally grown, and several have actually left, but you have the youngest still sitting around you, Daddy Barnaby comes out of Sue Bob's door, drunk as a skunk. Wearing only a long button-down shirt and his boots, he makes his way over to the table. Well, hey there, Betty Bob, your mother's asleep. I was wondering if you'd like to, you know, maybe have a little fun. I, I don't know what you mean, Daddy Barnaby, but I, I don't think so. I think you do. Why, children, why don't you head to bed and me and Betty Bob are gonna play a little game? Your siblings look at you for an answer go upstairs kids they push their seats from the table and they head upstairs and it's just you and daddy barnaby well darling i knew you wanted to have a little fun with me no i didn't want to have fun with you daddy barnaby i think it's probably best if you just get on your way it's the middle of the night where you expect me to go anywhere that's not here i 
thought we had an understanding here, darling. You know, your mother's not around to take care of me, but I don't see why I don't need to get taken care of, though. What you and my mother do is your business, and I am not a part of it. You lay one finger on me, Daddy Barnaby, I'm not going to tolerate it. With that, he smashes one of the plates that was sitting in front of your younger siblings onto the floor. God damn it, Betty Bob, you're going to give me what I want. And he lunges for you. I try to push him back, like kick him away. For a short man, he's pretty strong, and he drives you into one of the countertops. Can I uh, look around? Is there any, like, struggling? Are there any weapons or anything or anything I could use to defend myself? Or Absolutely. Nearby is one of the sharp kitchen knives that you've kept up maintaining ever since Bad Bill Hate showed you the importance of having a sharp knife. I go to grab the knife and go to stab him. Okay, roll me a mundane weapon, weapon roll. Let's make it a d6. Okay. It's five. You take the knife and you swing with all your force, stabbing Daddy Barnaby under the armpit. He lets out a shriek as he goes tumbling backwards into the table nearby, scattering the chairs and all the dishes off it. He reaches and pulls the knife out of his armpit. And when he does, it erupts with blood. In a matter of minutes, Daddy Barnaby's body goes limp, and he is no longer moving or breathing. Um, Betty's wrought with panic and just looks around and sees Barnaby's dead and sees her where her siblings were just sitting and realizes that she's going to get blamed and knows that it's just a just a really bad situation overall and panics and grabs Barnaby's repeating rifle from the door stoop where it was laying and runs out. Okay. Fleeing into the night with Daddy Barnaby's repeater and his lead, you run and you don't stop running for seemingly years as you make your way from town to town searching for anyone that was kind to you like Bad Bill Hate was, but always coming up short, always running into trouble, always trying to fight your way out of things, relying heavily on your skills with a gun. And you lived this way for two years, before three years ago, when you were in the town of Stansville, sitting at the bar, when another man, like so many had before, comes up to you, well, howdy, darling. What are you up to? Not interested. That's kind of a rude thing to say. You don't even know me. You ain't even asked my own name. Yes, like I said, not interested. You know what? I ain't even got time for bitches like you. And he slides down the bar and begins to converse with some other men that he was talking to before he came over to you. As the night passes on, the trio get drunker and drunker. You keep your wits about you enough, but do get a pretty good buzz. And as you leave the bar, you notice that the three of them get up from their table and head towards the door as well. You get outside and round the corner around the saloon to try to evade them, when suddenly the three of them rush around the corner and go to grab you. Uh, definitely expecting it. Betty has a repeater ready and 
instead of going to fire, it just grabs it by the stock, I mean, uh, by the barrel, and one hand on the stock, and says, not interested, and just tries to bash the closest one in the face with the butt of her barrel, I mean, the butt of her gun, and then, like, marshal somehow into the other ones. Okay. Brawl her way out of it. Give me another D6 roll. Four. Decent hit. So you rock the first one. Um, who didn't happen to be the one that was harassing you directly at the bar, uh, but one of his buddies. And as soon as you push him and go barreling through, the one that had been interested in you throughout the night grabs you from around the waist. Uh, gonna try to wrestle my way out of it and maybe like try to like stamp his foot and elbow him in the side. All right, give me two rolls. Two d6 rolls. Sure. A five and a four. Nice. Yeah, so you're able to break away from this guy, causing him some pretty significant harm, actually. His friend lunges forward as you pull away, and he rips your shirt. And as you're able to make your way away, you run behind the saloon, and you run into three more figures, these three mounted. Jesse Jane. Yeah. You're sitting on top of a horse with Katie Lancaster, and bad bill hate and from an alley next to a saloon that you were just headed to you see a woman being chased by three men she carries a gun however she hasn't shot it yet and as you watch her shirt gets ripped as she continues to run down the alley in your direction i'm gonna shout out to bill bill we gotta help this girl down here and i'm gonna ride off towards her you don't have to ride she's right there oh okay okay sorry you're right there I hop down, and I shoot the guy. Roll me two d6, please. Three? Oh, a three is maximum damage, actually. Oh, so go ahead yeah. and roll me a d8. Four? So you do 12 points of damage overall. And Betty Bob, as you're running towards these three, suddenly a shotgun blast goes off, and the guy that was just grabbing you is blown pretty much in half. You run directly into the biggest of the horse, and a voice says... What's the matter, B.B.? Bill? Betty Bob, what you doing out here? Who are these guys? Bill, I, I, I don't know who they are, but I've been trying to find you forever. Well, you found me, darling. And the other two guys from the bar, tuck tail and run. Yes, cowards, run. Told you I wasn't interested. I had them, Bill. I don't doubt it, B.B. Anyways, who are you riding with? What, what you doing out here? I'm not riding with nobody. I'm just trying to get out here and honestly just trying to find someone like you who's kind and nice and just cares. Well, came to the right place. Lucky we found you. Why don't you saddle up there with Jesse Jane? Or we're going to mosey through this town and find somewhere better. Sounds good, Bill. Nice Howdy, shot. baby. <laughs> Howdy, Jesse. Uh, nice shot. Thank you. And with that, you ride away. For the first evening of many with the Order of the Night. The Tales from the Crypt podcast is recorded in the Wolfbeard Games Studio in upstate New York. If you've enjoyed hanging out with us, please subscribe on whichever platform you listen to. If you really like us, also leave us a review. It's very helpful. If you want to follow us more, you can find us on Instagram at Tales from the Crypt Podcast. We've enjoyed our time with you today, and we look forward to seeing you next time at Tales from the Crypt.